the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, welcome back to the Bruce Hooley Show. Uh, I need to take care of some friends real quick. The Freedom Foundation. I don't know if you're aware of who they are, but you should search them up. Um, you know, if you go to Brave Browser, which I highly suggest, not Google, if you go to Brave Browser and search up Freedom Foundation, you'll get a really good understanding of what this organization does. For the past several years, they've been working to free government employees from union bondage. Now, the way that they do that is through optouttoday.com. So if you go to optouttoday.com, what you'll be able to do is see how simple and seamless it is to opt out of your union. Well, why is that important? Well, one, because you can save on average $1,100 per year. And two, you keep the money from going to union bosses. And newsflash, unions, government unions, monolithically support Democrats and progressive politicians and progressive activism in our schools, which we're going to talk about in just a moment. But the Freedom Foundation helps cut off the head of the beast. So thank you to the Freedom Foundation for your support of the Ohio Press Network, where I am editor-in-chief. And thank you for creating optouttoday.com. And if you're listening to this message, check it out. If you work for a government entity, particularly schools, and uh, make sure that you send it to a loved one. Uh, share it at least 10 times. Okay, um, real quick programming note. I will have, uh, let's see, Sheriff Balzer from Delaware County at 12.06 today. And he's going to give us the latest on the threat received by several schools throughout central Ohio, 50 uh, plus by last count and uh, give us the latest, what he knows, what he doesn't know, what he's able to share. And obviously what he can't share, he won't, but we look forward to talking with Sheriff Balzer at 1206. So make sure that you set an alarm for that. All right, right now I want to welcome to the phone line, Jade Colby. Jade, welcome. How are you today? I'm well, how are you? I'm super fantastic. So I think I have, I have a hunch why you're calling. Uh, but I'll just ask, what's up? Are you are you uh, calling to weigh in on the Big Walnut uh, local school district board meeting? I am. I'm I'm um, a resident in the district. Excellent, excellent. And it's Colby K O L B Y, right? K O L D E. Oh, Colby. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. Okay, so look, uh, a couple of weeks ago we unpacked some of what was going on, and what I heard was uh, basically we don't want political activist type flags in the school and we don't want masks mandated by the school. Um, How how is this playing out in the community though? What messages are being sent and what do you think is going to happen this week? Well, um, so we had our Christmas parade um, almost two weeks ago or it was a week ago. Um, We were in that, uh, my daughter was standing there and some of these proponents that are for this, for having the flags in school walked up to my daughter and tried to give her a flag. She said, no, thank you. They said, oh, are you sure? And waved it in front of her. And she said, I don't want it. So she then went on and watched what they were doing. And she said they were approaching all of the younger kids, teens and younger kids. So clearly it's, it's still being pushed in the community. It's being pushed in the schools. Um, I personally think we need to focus on academics. I have pulled my kids from the district. I homeschool. 
Um, they went up three grade levels the first year I homeschooled. My 16-year-old <laughs> has a 4.0 in college right now. So I think that we are, we're missing the, the, where the focus should be, which should be on academics, reading, writing, math. Why are my children scoring higher? Because we're focusing on those things and not the political agenda. Um, so you know, let me, I, I think that let, yeah, let me, go ahead. No, I was going to say, let me, let me put an exclamation point on that because what I think I just heard was you'd had enough. It, it's, it's about spending time and attention on reading, writing, math, science, those things. So you pulled your kids, you're homeschooling and you've been yep. able to accelerate three grade levels by doing that. And you have a 16 yep. year old that has a 4.0 in college right now. Did I Correct. hear that correctly? We, I pu- yes. I pulled them in 20, in the middle of 2020 and they went okay. up three grade, grade levels that first year. And we have gone so far that he is now doing college classes and has a 4.0 and he works part time. So, so you're, you're, um, you're probably involved. I'm going to assume you're involved in the community. You have a pulse on what's going on where I I don't live in Delaware County, but where I live, Mm -hmm. the, the folks who are proponents of the LGBTQ plus activism and the other progressive stuff they're few, but they're really, really loud. And oftentimes they puff up and they look like they're the majority. Is that same thing going on in Big Walnut? And what do you think, what would you encourage? It it absolutely is. Yes, it it absolutely is. We don't speak. I mean, I have a bakery. This is going to hit me. I know it is. That's okay. I have a little cottage bakery out of my home. I'm going to lose people for this and that's fine, you know. Um, So it's just, if you speak on it, they will attack you. They will slam you. My name will probably be online later. It's you expect it. It's going to happen. I don't have to worry about my kids being bullied because they're not in school, but I know some of the other parents are afraid of speaking up for fear of what will happen to their kids, the conservative parents for fear of what's going to happen to their kids. If they do speak up, um, the community is very divided. It makes me very sad. I personally do have some more liberal friends and we respect each other's differences. We don't come at each other. We don't disrespect each other. We can have a conversation and, and we can still love each other because I think at the end of the day, that's what it should come down to. The political, it does not, it doesn't belong in the schools. It doesn't belong in the community. It's completely divided us. And it makes me very sad for our community and, and our kids on both sides. Well, Jade, I want to, I want to commend you for having the courage. I can't tell you how many people have come to me over the past few years and said, I really want to stand up. But if I do, I know it's going to be like whack-a-mole. They're going to, they're going to swing yeah. at me. And yeah. personally, I've been I've been the target for three years now on social media, in other places. Uh, every time that you do stand up, and even if you're not aggressive, even if you're not hateful, which I don't see a lot of people being hateful, but the minute that you step up, they call you a transphobe, they call you a yeah. hater, they call you a bigot. Um, what do you? Th- I'm putting you on the spot here. What do you think it's going to take for us to get to the point where, let's say you and I disagree, and I say, look. Mm-hmm. We may disagree on how to get there, but what we agree mm-hmm. on is that we love our kids and we want what's best. Right. Can we just look at things objectively through that lens? Do you think we can ever get back to that? That is a tough question. Um, I hope that we can through prayer and understanding with each other. I have offered to meet um, several that, that don't believe the same way as I am for coffee. Um, I'm declined every time. They don't want to talk. They don't want to open their mind to what I have to say, where I, I am willing to open my mind because I want to know why they think that way. And, you know, where is that mindset coming from? What has, you know, what has led you to feel this way? And let me share with you why I feel this way. Yeah. And um, I do think that, I do think we can get back there. I do. Um, I'm hopeful that we can. 
eventually. Right now, I don't think it's going to happen, especially with the next election coming up. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the contentious school board issues going on here at the current time. But I think with a lot of prayer and hope, it's very possible. Absolutely. Uh, Jade, and you don't have to, I'm going to put you on the spot again. I don't think that anyone that opposes <laughs> what you're saying is listening to the station. Um, <laughs> I would love to give you a chance to pitch your business if you'd like, so that people oh. who uh, want to support what you stand for and want to support the idea that, you know, we should be able to speak up without without retribution, where can they find your product and buy it? Um, they can follow me on Facebook. It's called Daily Dough. I'm based out of Galena. Uh, I specialize in um, sourdough breads and sweets, and I'm doing a ton of different gift boxes for Christmas. So they can check me out on Facebook at Daily Dough. Uh, Jade, thank you so much for calling in. Thank you for providing really honest and great feedback. I appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Uh, you too. Bye. Bye-bye. Um, Interesting point there, right? Like, I think the the thing that really frustrates me is that the minute that you try to provide any thought-provoking feedback to anyone that is on the activist side of the aisle, you you get labeled. And I mean that. They'll call you a bigot. They'll call you transphobe. Riley Gaines has to deal with that. Riley Gaines is pro-woman. She believes that women should compete against women. She actually had a member of Congress call her a transphobe. I mean, it's disgusting, the tactics that they use. I want to be able to get beyond that because I think if we could agree that I care for kids and you care for kids and we want what's best for them, can we take an honest look at what really works and what doesn't work? And the reason that the left won't do that, the reason that the progressives won't do that, are you ready for it? I'm going to tell you right now because the information does not support what they're doing. The claim that kids are going to be more suicidal if they're not transitioned is bunk. They're actually going to be 19 times more suicidal if you pump their body with hormones that they shouldn't have and you help them slough off body parts that they should have, um, it creates a higher propensity for suicide, not a lower propensity. But if they had to admit that, then that would shut down the entire operation. Uh, Thank you, Jade, for your call. Stay tuned. More on The Bruce Willis Show. Welcome back into the Bruce Hooley Show. Jack Windsor here, filling in for Bruce Hooley. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, <clears throat> thank you, uh, Jade Coldy. And uh, check out her Facebook page. I'm actually going to type it up right now. I'm going to make sure I have the right, uh, right information. I believe if you go to Facebook, we're going to type it in together. Ready? Facebook. There we go. Uh, let's search Daily Doe. Daily Doe. D-A-I-L-Y-D-O-U-G-H. Daily Doe. There it is. It's a bakery. 189 followers. Make sure you give her a follow and a like. And it looks like she has a square site that you can click on. Um, look, here's here's the deal. When you stand up and you stand up from a particular position, and if that position does not give credence to uh, the villain victim narrative, and you say, look um, – I think I believe in something different. I want my kids to learn reading and writing and math and science. And as it relates to social justice, as it relates to oppression, we'll iron that stuff out at home. When you do that, you get whacked. I can't tell you how many times. One day, Jeff Murtaugh, one day, I'm going to do a live video. And I'm going to hold up all the bogus claims 
that people have made about me personally. And I'm going to go, look, this is bunk and this is bunk and this is bunk and they will come after you. And I hope that when I do that, I give other people hope because the number one thing that these progressive wackos will do is gin up fear in you, fear of being found out. We all make mistakes. We all have to kneel at the cross. So if you've made a mistake, big whoop, that's why Jesus came and proclaim it. People change, but they'll also drum up false fabricated half true things designed to deteriorate the credibility of what you're saying, your message, but more so designed to scare the hell out of you so that you don't stand up, so that you don't say something, so that you don't stand in strength in your position. They're going to do it. So my hope is that when I do that, other people will go, okay, all right, I'm not the only one getting badgered and bullied and besmirched. I'm going to stand up too. Well, Jade did that. So check out Daily Dough. Uh, you know, I'm going to get on there after the show and I'm going to order some goodies. It's probably not too late. Order some goodies for Christmas. If you have a Christmas party or something going on, or maybe you just want some really tasty stuff hanging around the house. I love sourdough. You might too. So Jade, thank you for weighing in. Uh, we'll hear from some more folks <clears throat> a little later in the show about what's going on at Big Walnut Local School District. Um, and by the way, I think I would be remiss if I didn't say this. If you are a progressive, if you are someone who says, but I think we need to be teaching uh, about these types of things. I think we need to help kids who are struggling with gender dysphoria feel safe and secure and da 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 do more, do more homework. Do more research. Don't go to the Trevor Project. Don't go to your local politician and ask him or her what you ought to be looking at because they're not going to give you the information. Do some studying. Do some research. Because what you'll find is that gender dysphoria is a, is a mental illness. I'm not a doctor, so this is a disclaimer. But if somebody is bulimic, we don't pass out puke buckets. If somebody's a cutter, we don't distribute razor blades. Do we? I mean, can you imagine giving a kid a, st- a stomach staple surgery if she's 88 pounds and thinks that she's fat? I mean, that's what we're doing. Somebody feels a certain way and we're going we're gonna to castrate him. Somebody, she feels a certain way and we're going to lop off her breasts. That's just, it's crazy to me. So if you are a progressive that supports that, do your homework. We're on the same team. We want the kids to be healthy. We want them to progress and prosper. But I think the way that you're going about it is wrong. I think it's detrimental. And worse, I think it is promoted by people. And we've already proven this. The, the, the two biggest proponents of the progressive activism, particularly the trans activism in our schools, one is a drug maker that creates a chemical castration pill. That's pretty... That's pretty convenient, isn't it? They want, their, they want their market, their demand pool to grow. So, of course, they're going to back it. And then the other one sells HIV drugs. And according to some research that I uncovered, 40% of people actively involved in the lifestyle, trans lifestyle, end up contracting HIV. Higher percentage in the black community. Wow, that's a, that's a, that's a, pretty, it's a pretty good investment. If you're an HIV drug manufacturer. Um, so your heart might be in the right place, uh, but I would question whether you're supporting the right initiatives. Okay. Uh, I'm going to make a hard transition here because I want to play this clip before we go any further in the, in the show. Um, this is from some testimony on the Hill uh, involving a state or excuse me, a U.S. representative and three college professors. Take a listen. Uh, cut nine. 
Dr. Kornbluth, does M- at MIT, does calling for the genocide of Jews violate MIT's code of conduct or rules regarding bullying and harassment, yes or no? If targeted at individuals not making public statements. Yes or no? Calling for the genocide of Jews does have, not constitute bullying and harassment? I have not heard calling for the genocide for Jews on our campus. But you've heard chants for intifada. I've heard chants, which can be anti-Semitic depending on the context, when calling for the elimination of the Jewish people. So those would not be according to the MIT's code of conduct or rules? That would be um, investigated as harassment, if pervasive and severe. Ms. McGill, at Penn, does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Penn's rules or code of conduct? Yes or no? If the speech turns into conduct, it can be harassment. Yes. I am asking, specifically calling for the genocide of Jews, does that constitute bullying or harassment? If it is directed and severe or pervasive, it is harassment. So the answer is yes. It is a context-dependent decision, Congresswoman. It's a context-dependent decision. That's your testimony today. Calling for the genocide of Jews is depending upon the context. That is not bullying or harassment. This is the easiest question to answer yes, Ms. McGill. So is your testimony that you will not answer yes? If it uh, is, if if the speech becomes conduct... It can be harassment, yes. Conduct meaning committing the act of genocide? The speech is not harassment? This is unacceptable, Ms. McGill. I'm going to give you one more opportunity for the world to see your answer. Does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Penn's code of conduct when it comes to bullying and harassment? Yes or no? It can be harassment. The answer is yes. So <clears throat> Dr. Gay at Harvard is the next one. We'll listen to that clip a little later. But the MIT president has been backed by the institution. They're saying that her answer is appropriate and they back it. Not so much for President McGill at Penn. She resigned. And There might be an answer from Harvard today on the future of Dr. Gay, and we'll listen to that clip a little later. But what say you? 844-TALK-989. Do you think that you wait until an act, a heinous act, is perpetrated before you quell or quash or stop anti-Semitic genocide rhetoric? I mean, now, Saturday Night Live made fun of the U.S. representative who was grilling the presidents. Imagine that. Um, what do you think? First Amendment or do you stop it cold in its tracks now? Let me know. I uh, will have the Delaware County Sheriff up next on the Bruce Woolley Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.